What's up, everybody? This is the Movie Misfits Podcast. I'm your host, Eric. With me today are your usual co-hosts, Ozzy and John. Say hi, you guys. Hello. What's up? I am just a regular producer now. God, it just things haven't been, been the same like ever since you lost your executive producer job. Yeah, no, executive is just such a big title. I, I prefer to shrink it down to producer. <laughs> yeah, it was a voluntary downgrade for yep. sure. Um, but this week, I got a couple things I want to talk about. Firstly, cool. have we all seen WandaVision season finale? Yes. Yeah. Yep. How okay. First, let's just talk about the season as a whole. Like, what did we think about it? All nine episodes, start to finish. Thoughts? As someone who is not like in on the Marvel universe and reading comics and stuff like that, I thought it was really well made and just like. Uh, kind of like going uh, like from the well-trotted path of, of all the other Marvel films. It just seemed like it was more experimental, and that's why I really liked it. I know a lot of people were mad because it didn't stick to like the universe. Um, right. And like they expected a lot more from the ending. They expected like some huge twist to happen. And I think they were robbed of that, like really big fans of the series. But for me, I just thought it was wrapped up really well. And just the ending... Got me emotional. It was like it hit every single chord for me. Um, like the beginning and kind of like halfway through, they kind of got it kind of got a little bit boring, but like the ending was very uh climactic for me and I was satisfied, but I know a lot of people were not. Yeah. That I, I agree. Like I think it was a good season in general, and I could see why people didn't like it, because like the first two episodes are just self sort of aggrandizing like shout outs to sitcoms and i'm not that big of a fan of sitcoms so i wasn't like that into it i thought it was cool what they were doing but i think that was like the best part was the beginning actually because like i still didn't know what was going on and it felt kind of like twin peaks or lost where it was this mystery where i was trying to figure out but once the mystery was actually revealed like i didn't really think it came up to expectations like I-, I wish they just like let us stay in the mystery for a lot longer maybe even like not answered any questions um up until like yeah. the last episode yeah i feel the same way actually yeah I-, I like that like twin peaks yeah it's just i like that feeling of not knowing what's going on and i think sometimes that feeling is better than getting the questions answered because like they answered the questions like season three they just went to sword and was like this is what's happening this is what's going on and it was kind of too soon for me like i wanted to be a little bit more left in the dark for a couple more episodes at least and i thought that like sword stuff was kind of not the strongest part of the show uh i like the randall park stuff and like that detective stuff but it really the best parts were really with Wanda and whenever they went back to the sword politics and stuff like that, I kind of was like, all right, let's let's get back to let's get back to Wanda and Vision. What do you think, Ozzy? Uh yeah, I was underwhelmed by the ending. Um I like I I like this like everything. I thought there were problems like with the episodes and like the pacing and stuff, like throughout the entire season. But uh Coming to the ending, I was hoping a bit a 
bigger payoff. And I think as, going off of Marvel's track record of keeping when they, they keep things like super simple, it kind of makes sense that this is how they would go. But I thought there was going to be a bigger a bigger cliffhanger for the other movies or for mm-hmm. the the Spider-Man and Doctor Strange movie when they were going to introduce a lot more like stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um I thought Evan Peters was completely wasted. <laughs> yeah, he was. Character. he was. Um I was hoping he'd be someone of importance, but he was literally no one. He was He's a self owner, dude. What are you talking about? He's no one. <laughs> I can't uh, believe all that was just a setup for that joke. Like, yeah, dude, like, did yeah, did Rian Johnson direct this? Like, he's <laughs> trying to like subvert our expectations. We're just like, oh my god, the character everyone's a fan of, like Quicksilver, he's gonna yeah. be in Wandavision, and then he's just like an actor guy. I'm pretty and sure. Uh, yeah, like a, a lot of people were were like saying, oh, he's gonna be X Men's Quicksilver, like from another universe. Like I didn't even think that. Like I thought that was kind of stupid, um, but like, I, like I'm sure I'm sure this guy took like Evan Peters took this role. Like I'm sure he doesn't want to be in like another comic book movie or whatever, and he just took this role to like for the fun and for laughs and shit. Um, Damn, let's make a little bit of money so that he can move on. To <laughs> his artsy um, stuff. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, that was underwhelming. Like the. the it was just a battle between Agatha and Wanda. Like, I, I, like a lot of it was pretty predictable. I, 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 the the vision between Vision fight was pretty interesting. Yeah, I thought. Um, and like how it ended was really interesting. So I'm curious to see where that goes. Um, I really like. Um, sorry to interrupt. No, you. no, I, go, I, go for I, it. I really go. like how Vision and Vision they were when they were fighting. Uh, they were talking about like this poem uh about or i don't know if it's a poem or like a riddle that's like famous uh, oh it's, it's the, boat, you, the boat yeah right? the boat yeah. like if there's one plank of the boat or like you you disassemble the boat to its like components is it still the original boat but then also if you take those original components and you build it up is that the same boat as the original boat um and that's a really like philosophical question and the answer is what was the answer? It was just like both and neither. Both and neither. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. They didn't really ex- I-, I expected when the other vision like zoomed off, he's like, Oh yeah, I guess I'm gonna kill myself. They didn't really show what happened. <laughs> like they just had him zoom off into space. But I'm assuming he like flew too close to the sun and blew up or something. But <laughs> no, like, I'm like I'm show me sure he's gonna die. I'm pretty sure they're setting him up for to be in a movie. He oh got all God. his memories, right? Like the Visions, member the red vision. He just yeah. like implanted all his memories into the the white vision. So yeah, I'm I assuming that's just going to be the way they bring him back. Yeah, probably. I, like, but in programming, like he, put, he put in like a piece of like the mind stone thing in him. Mm. So maybe he'll have that again. But yeah, it just looked like he's going to be like a robot with the old memories. But like his programming was that he had to kill the real vision. And since he was given his memories and he said, I am Vision, it sounds like he's going to kill himself. But they didn't explicitly say that because it's like a kid <laughs> show. Um, but like, d- didn't you get that? Like, no, dude. No, you I didn't did get that meaning. 
No, because he said he's gonna. He said he's going to kill the real vision, and the other vision is like, I'm not the real one. I'm just a fabrication. But I'm gonna give you his memories. And then at the very end of him giving memories, at the very end, he says, "I am the true vision," or something like that. So oh, if his shit. programming, if his programming is to kill the real vision, he just giving him memories basically made the computer think he's the real vision. And now he's going to fly off in outer space and kill himself. That's what I got from that scene. I don't know. I didn't get that. I don't know if I'm looking I, way too much into that. I can see how you think that now that you explain it, it makes more yeah. sense. Um, but I was just like, theory, Oh yeah. shit. He's just going to be vision now. Yeah. Maybe, I, like, maybe I, I should write this theory on Reddit. Maybe no one else has this. Theory. Dude, the fan <laughs> theories on this show is like insane, man. Oh yeah. Everyone yeah. is just like, Oh man, I got my own little spin on what's gonna happen. It's crazy. I'm just Dude, a droplet in the ocean. So they, they filmed this entire show like ahead of time, and then they released it. So like they hadn't like I don't know if they had any idea that people were gonna speculate as much as they did. Like they they speculated to like the highest fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. degree. That's what Marvel like, fans would do. It's like like. In one of the scenes, it like cuts to the mailman walking and like looking shocked, and then someone fucking wrote a big ass like did like a big ass twenty minute YouTube video about how the mailman's the villain of the entire thing because oh they my. cut to him in that shot. Dude, like, bro, you're fucking reaching like so much, <laughs> and like I, I think Marvel's gonna learn a, kind of like a lesson from this show because it's like the first one, so like it. it Stands the reason that they they, mm. they make some mistakes, but I think they're gonna they're learn a lesson about people's speculation with like mystery shows, and and how to reveal things and keep things secret. I guess towards like like the ending or something like that. Yeah, yeah the speculation went all over the fucking place, and people were still theorizing fucking Fantastic Four and X Men and all this shit. It's like, yeah. dude, none of that shit's gonna happen. Like, they Marvel does not like doing complicated. Like, it, but here's the thing simple. I think it's good for Marvel and Disney business wise if people speculate. Like, if people are just throwing their fan theories out there and then other people are like reading those fan theories and then like commenting on them, it's just more engagement. It's like, I think they're trying to make their own Game of Thrones type thing where. With this, especially, dude, I bet they love it, man. That people are talking about WandaVision because, dude, when I first saw like the first two episodes, I was like, is this gonna, are people gonna watch this? This is like super, super weird. But <laughs> I think, I think it, uh, like a decent amount of people saw it. Yeah. And it was probably because of the mystery. I'm telling you, man, it's all about the mystery. Like, that's why people love to speculate. Like we we even did some speculating ourselves on this podcast. Where we were thinking yeah. of what could happen next. It's like that's what everyone loves to do is just like say their own off beat theory and then yeah. hope. And then like once it happens, look like, dude, I'm the smartest person in the world. <laughs> I'm smarter than Vision. I guessed it right. <laughs> like that's that's the fun of this show. And do I think it's like a particularly like really good show i don't know but it was fun watching it week to week and i think that did work to their advantage for this show yeah, dude not the boys definitely. not the boys this dude, show definitely because of the twist man you, you like 
you you theorize so many different twists and it keeps you invested because you're like oh i bet my theory is going to be true like you were saying yeah and, uh, so each week you're like really excited and i was like i wasn't like super excited for each episode but i was looking forward to it i think i think they have to manage expectations because i think a lot of people were expecting too much from the ending and they did not deliver what people were expecting so the ending to a lot of people felt very short and bad um because they didn't manage expectations or they didn't manage the story well uh at the beginning right um, and I, I like uh, yeah like the talking at talking is like good publicity like if people keep talking about the show but because people had so much time to speculate on things it just like made things ran wild and the more you speculate the more your expectations for the ending and like the reveal goes higher um and it just makes the entire thing kind of disappointing in the end yeah so like in the beginning when they were doing that whole thing what i remember you were talking about it but like what were you saying what what was like your opinion of the first two episodes because i remember like the first two episodes are way different than the rest of the show yeah i don't remember what what i said exactly i know like i i liked i look i, look, I think for like people who are into like film and tv and stuff like that we're gonna like like and appreciate everything that, <clears throat> excuse me like and appreciate everything that they're doing mm-hmm. um and i did like i i thought it was really clever what they were doing i thought it was super slow though like i think the it show was, was a little really bit slow. slow yeah in the beginning I, I remember not being too impressed <laughs> yeah that's why i think dude people will just turn it off like yeah. i was watching it with some friends and they were like dude this is taking way too long to yeah. cook up that's why i don't know if it's like for the f- casual viewer you kind of have to be interested in marvel to actually mm-hmm. get through mm-hmm. it yeah no definitely um and another thing that someone like found out about for these shows is that um they're not gonna like you can watch the movies without watching the show that leads up to the movie and not miss a thing Right, like, huh. and you're not gonna be like lost or whatever if you didn't watch the show. So someone pointed out that, oh, you know what that means? That means that nothing, nothing important to the Happened. MCU is gonna happen ever in a Marvel show. Wow, that's gonna throw off the people's understanding of the movies. That's Dude, that's heavy criticism right there. I, you said it better than I could have said it. Like I was subconsciously thinking that I was like. Watching this last episode, I was like, what is the point of this show? <laughs> so all of it happened in the imagination. Not the imagination, but like in this own isolated world, away from everything, having no impact at all of the Marvel Universe, and bringing back a guy who's dead. But that's basically <laughs> she's just in her own fantasy world, fucking around, and we're watching that for nine episodes. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, could have just, just skipped it, you know? Like, it's not really that important also it's like a character that no one is really screaming for content you know like wanda wanda and vision it's not really a a fan favorite or something maybe the falcon show will do better maybe but maybe now that you say that that makes me very concerned dude they're gonna be pretty i feel like they're gonna maybe make tv more like throwaway 
we were having yeah, this conversation a couple of episodes ago where you were like, oh, TV is like, you know, more like digestible than like a movie is a big thing. So maybe they're just doing that. They're like, oh, this is going to be for like the hardcore fans, but you really can miss it. Probably, yeah, I, th- I think it probably will be that way. Um, I think it, it's more like uh, a supplement to the movies, say. And it's something to keep you distracted between films, I guess, is what I would, right. I would kind of like, compare it to. Um, but it's, it, like, it would be really bad business if you needed to watch the show to yeah. watch the movie because then they would lose money on the yeah. movie by casual goers who don't, aren't really into like the whole MCU like thing. It's like forcing people to get more streaming service subscriptions. It's like, oh, you gotta you gotta subscribe to this thing in order to be caught up. And it's like, what? I'm not gonna yeah, <laughs> get them more money. But like, yeah, I, I actually have a hot take here. Um, you like criticize. Uh, the the whole relationship thing and saying like it's not really impactful like i went back and i actually watched the scenes between wanda and vision and like in the like in the civil war film um and i didn't even watch the entire film but like just seeing their scenes together they were like they had a great dynamic from the get-go and like i wanted to see more of that like they they had like scenes where they showed compassion for one another and just like their two uh misfits just like hey shout out the podcast anyways uh they're two <laughs> misfits like uh they don't fit into a box well and they're just like finding comfort in each other's company and i was like damn dude i can see why they made this because there's probably a lot of people out there that were like i want to see more to this storyline um and i think that they, mm-hmm. they, they showed a lot of character development if anything, like they may not have shown a huge impact on the universe, which personally I don't care for, but uh, they showed a lot of character development, and I yeah. really like that. I like, yeah, yeah I, I like that. It's good that they did that. Like, if anything, that's what this these TV shows should be for is like expanding on the characters. It's like, mm-hmm. sure, you can miss them, but if you watch the show, you'll care about the characters more in the next movie. Now, like when we see Wanda in, I don't know, maybe Black Widow or fucking the next Avengers, we'll be like, oh shit, we know a little bit more about her that she likes Bewitched, Malcolm in the Middle, like yeah. and that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah. And that that's cool in the fact that you can like expand the universe without really like forcing everyone to watch it. Cause I think they got a good thing going where the, the like the movies are really the stuff you have to see. If you kind of like make more shit that you have to see kind of like dilutes the promise of having like a really cool MCU, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm curious on how they're going to exploit. Like if, if, their whole reasoning is like a supplement to the to the movies that you don't have to necessarily watch to understand. I wonder how they're going to explain some of the minor changes that they make, like White Vision showing up and they can like on any dress or whatever. I I don't think they would. You don't think so? Like in this case, 
like in these cases, I don't think they would because it, it would make no point and it would just make uh, these shows like non canon and it yeah. would just like, like make people care about them less. Like, uh, people were curious if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was going to be canon. Uh, and like, because they're starting, they're doing TVs and shit. And they're like, no, yeah, it's not canon at all. Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. references the Darkhold book. And they like there's an entire season devoted to it in Agents of Shield. But Wanda has it in this in this uh or Agatha has it in this uh in this show. So is like what's what's canon there? Like is Agents of Shield canon still? Dude, is this one more canon? Please and then... don't make Agents of Shield canon. I don't want <laughs> I don't want to watch that. See, yeah, exactly. See, and then and then all of a sudden, if you like, you don't want to watch it. You don't have to watch it because it's not canon. But then, if they start redconning this, and then all of a sudden in the next movie, they'll be like, "Hey, guess what? There's no book, and Wanda's back to her old uh, costume." Yeah, uh, people are gonna be. Like, what the fuck I would be pissed, actually. Spend? Yeah, I'd be a little gone. mad too. Honestly, I'd be like, what the fuck? I'm not watching any more of your shows, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of that was important. You guys aren't even gonna like. Yeah, yeah, I would be pissed actually. I, I so think Agents I of yeah, yeah. I think Agents of Shield is right now at least the only one that's not canon. Um. Oh, and Inhumans that that was pretty bad. Um. I I'm not sure about the Netflix stuff because I think Kevin Feige said that he likes some of the Netflix stuff. And he's he's open to bringing some of those into the Disney Plus um, shows or whatever. So what that mean, like might Daredevil? still be canon. Yeah, like There's... Daredevil, Punisher. Uh, I don't know Dude. about like Luke Cage and uh, Iron Fist. Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones. Yeah, I don't know about like a lot of them, but he said he definitely likes Daredevil. And he's definitely bringing in um, the Charlie Cox, that actor mm. who played Matt Murdock for right. Daredevil. He's definitely bringing him in for Spider-Man and possibly She-Hulk. Um, I'm more of a Ben Affleck guy myself. <laughs> <laughs> Red I'm more of a ben Affleck. Bale guy, my bit. Yeah. <laughs> but oh yeah, that's he, cool, dude. Yeah, like so uh, they, they they can make they they can make something really interesting with this. Like I I won't say I loved this season completely. Like. As a standalone TV show, I almost don't like it, but in like connection to everything else, it it is pretty interesting. Oh yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's, I think as a standalone cool. TV show, it doesn't work. I think it really only works because we we came became familiar with with these characters before. Yeah, um, and kind of see a little bit because we get to see a little bit more of them and their backstory and where they are now. I think that's the only reason it works. Right, like, right. We kind of like. Wait, go. I I kind of like like not knowing about the characters because I like I watched Avengers and I watched Age of Ultron. I don't know where they. Yeah, they were in Age of Ultron. I don't know if. Yeah. And then they were in uh, Endgame, but like I don't remember. <laughs> That those scenes with them very well, so I felt like I was watching a standalone show, and I still thought it was great as like a standalone thing. Like it made me want to look back at the other Avengers films and see their relationship develop. Um, so yeah, I guess 
I'm the okay. uh, well, I'm, I'm, that's I like the standalone. I'm kind of like the uh, devil's advocate right now. <laughs> pretty pretty good endorsement then. Yeah, so as, yeah, like as, if if they're coming from that perspective, like then they they did a good job at like which they shouldn't because they should really appeal to their fan base, which is massive. Well, they they, they want to do both, right? They want to yeah. appeal to their fan base, and then they want to get more of 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 John's. Actually, you know what? They kind of roped me in because, like, now I'm like considering watching more, like, Avenger stuff. Let's See, go. Exactly. You're gonna so go through kind of, the entire Wanda archive. Well, I got good news for you, man. We've got like 500 more Marvel shows for you <laughs> that are in the pipeline right now. That's gonna just get injected right into your veins. And oh, one's coming out like, next week, I think. Wait, I'm what? Stick what? Pipe down my mouth and just funnel a bunch of Marvel shows yeah. into my stomach. <laughs> Wait, what's coming out next week? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh my god, they really have us just fucking addicted <laughs> oh, to this shit. There's a TV show for that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my are god. Gonna, are we gonna watch that for the I don't know. The I don't know. I mean, it's it's six episodes. It's six okay. hour episodes. You know what? Fuck it. They got episodes? us by the balls, dude. Okay, dude. <laughs> I'm 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 definitely watching it. I think it's gonna all be right, all right. I'll watch it too. I'll watch it. Um, 30 minutes or an hour? No, I, I think I think they said it's an hour, hour long. Okay. My um, prediction is I'm going to be reluctant going into it, and I'm going to love <laughs> it coming out. That's yeah. what always happens. That's what always happens. Um, yeah. This one, I, I, I think this one's going to be less experimental than the WandaVision show was. I think it's going to be like a political thriller kind of okay. show. Okay. Oh, sweet. But um, yeah, that that that's what I I think. I'm not entirely sure. So okay, but I'm down to watch it. Let's let's move on to a piece of news. Um, yeah. This okay. is just following the general narrative of what's going on, like the film audience market. But um, Chloe Zhao, who actually is going to direct a fucking Marvel movie after Nomadland, what is she doing? Eternals, right? Or is that? Oh, is she? Is yeah, she I think so. Eternals? Oh, She's oh. directing Eternals. So funny, man! You like. Marvel just gets uh, directors who direct like one really good indie thing, and they're like, "All right, two hundred million dollar movie, you're ready. Step up." <laughs> but I think remember when Mulan, uh, that actress was like getting like boycotted and stuff because she was like anti or like she was pro. Hong Kong. I don't know. It's just no. I think she. Was, I, I think she was anti Hong Kong, and she was like for the Chinese. Damn. Government. Yeah, she was anti Hong Kong, and then people were like boycott Mulan, and then sort of no one listened and just bought the movie on Disney Plus. No, now they're doing. Sorry. sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it, it did pretty bad, didn't it? I don't know. Did I they release it... the numbers? They don't no. have to. I don't think. Well, no, I don't think anyone bought it Premiere Access, but I think people watched it when it was like available on Disney Plus. So I, I don't know how you would come okay. back, whatever. Just keep going. Sorry. Uh, that was fine. The Chloe Zhao, like her movie Nomadland, is getting censored in what China? I didn't like hear about not this. Showing it in China. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, and it has nothing. Oh, well, John's watched it, right? It has nothing to do with China at all, right? <laughs> No, yeah, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing to do with China. It's all yeah. about American, it's American, like, pioneering uh, themed, you know? Yeah, and it's being censored because I think she was, like, 
the thing is she was born in china but she grew up in the uk and the us so she considers those her her home so she's been critical of like china in the past and like that's why they're censoring it not because of the contents of the film just because it's also just like some stuff she said so i think you know how like there's a tech war like a tech cold war going on between china and the us oh yeah big time dude there might be like a a culture film like <laughs> war cold oh war God. starting oh, to happen i have i have i have something too about anime that. definitely like, has go this go go uh, go, so, go, go. like a culture war thing. So China just announced that they have the biggest opening weekend of any movie ever at like three hundred million dollars for the opening Dude, weekend. Don't trust beats, those numbers, man. Yeah, it beats out Avengers Infinity War, I think, which has the highest one. What? Um, and and yeah, everyone's speculating, like, hold up, no one in the world has ever heard of this movie. And only ch- it's it's a Chinese only movie. Like a is China that the space one? Is that the space one? No, no Detective Chinatown three. Is that it or no? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's that one. Yeah. Let me see. Okay. Um, First of all, having a three in the title that makes me very skeptical. Yeah, it's like, dude. Then, I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. Okay. Well, people are spec like people are like confused on as to how this happened, but then. Someone, like, if you recall, like, a while ago, China was having this, like, like, if you would go to a Chinese theater, it was reported that if you go to a Chinese theater and you bought a ticket for one movie, they would purchase it for another, or, like, they would print it out for another and then scratch off the name on the ticket and then write the actual name of the movie you wanted what to see. What the fuck? So people are, are thinking that, hey, you know what happened? It's probably people went to go see another movie. They paid, for, like, they said hey i want to see this movie but they cashed it in as chinatown detective chinatown 3 and then just scratched it off so that the money looked like it went to this film that's wild to to try to move up the chinese like movie market higher than, than hollywood listen like i completely believe that because if you guys know any history of like chinese business or chinese like accounting a lot of examples of this happening like luck in coffee they like it's just this pretty much starbucks thing in china and their stock like went up like crazy but then they were discovered for accounting fraud or something and then their stock just like crashed basically like their system for accounting i don't think is as strict as ours where it's easier to fudge the statistics already i'm looking at the top highest grossing openings of all time and like detective chinatown 3 is number nine what right above batman v superman dawn of justice yeah like and no one's really gonna call them out on it is the thing so we're just like everyone is just like i don't know china's like the guy in the room who's just super like boisterous just like dude i just fucking i just like nailed this thing man i'm just, like <laughs> i got a girlfriend in canada and shit dude i don't know she like doesn't don't don't ask her name like don't look her up on facebook or anything and we're just like uh-huh okay like we're just trying not to be rude and being like that's bullshit because like they're all they're like 
they're a huge film market, man. Like a lot of people watch yeah. films over there, and like it's huge box office over in China. So we're just like, hey, keep doing you, man. Keep doing you, <laughs> dude. I'm not gonna claim uh, I know a lot about politics, but I know like communism and communist countries they tend to kind of their government doesn't have good checks and balances most of the time. I think it's it's not a market economy. It's like a controlled economy so like with the market economy you just are like hey whoever is the best like that's where the people will gravitate towards you know Mm -hmm. but for like a controlled economy it's like we are going to decide what will like (laughs) be big you know and then we're gonna like make make that big and it's like if we have to change if we have to change the history books we'll do that but we're gonna do it our way exactly exactly and it's gonna get into this huge rabbit hole of like all that stuff but just in general when stuff comes out like this be a little skeptical you know because yeah. like it could it could be true could be true dude detective chinatown 3 might be a fucking bo- banger man yeah might i'm not be... gonna say i'm not gonna say it's not not like the top like of all time top movie of all time like i know there's chinese mafia out there that might be listening so i'm not gonna say it's not that right um <laughs> It could very very well be. I just I, I need to see all the facts. I need to see behind the curtain, you know. Yeah, yeah. It it's uh it's interesting, is what I'm gonna say. And that that's this might be like a narrative we follow on the podcast of just like the <laughs> the culture war because it's been kind of happening for the past few years where sometimes you'll watch a movie and then like it'll randomly take place in China or like they'll have famous Chinese actors in it show up for a scene so they could just market it in china i think that happened in transformers 4 or something where they're just gonna be like let's fucking have a scene in china so we could sell this movie there oh dude i really like that term you used the the like culture cold war i feel like we should yeah because it's a cold war we're not like full out straight up just being like fuck you we're kind of being like it's it's a little tense like um competing against each other but to the point where it's exactly like, uh very aggressive yeah yeah and listen like their movies can f- freely compete with us right like if one of their movies are fire do like parasite right parasite oh my God. no <laughs> american ties fully south korean movie bong joon ho all south korean cast fire film open like in tons of theaters in the u.s so if Detective Chinatown Three is fire, man. Like let let's see it. Let's <laughs> let's see it open, open in the U.S. and see like if it's really like a global box office film. Can we watch um, it online somewhere? Or is it not available? Probably, probably. Oh, yeah. You have to get like um, a. Do you have to get like a? Uh, what do you call it? Where you like change your IP VPN? Yeah, VPN. I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, it's probably easy to find. But the thing is, like, our movies can't be shown. I think they, like, limit the amount of movies, U.S. movies, mm-hmm. you can show in their box office. So it's getting a little tense, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do, how do they reach that number in just China alone? I that, think... That's suspicious. <laughs> I think there's probably... Like you said, like, they probably were just, like, marking it for another film. I, yeah, I, think, tickets. I think that there's some some something going on in the background yeah yeah but we're not going to say anything about it because we love you 
Yeah. <laughs> we love your money. We love, we love China. We love yes. China. And it's not because we're in debt to you. It's just uh, we love you. <laughs> yes. It's just because we love you so much. We also we... hate you. No. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Chill, dude. Chill. Chill. Next topic. Next topic before right. we get yeah. just pulled out of the internet. Um, <laughs> we all saw one night in Miami, right? Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do we think of it? Big Oscar I thought, contender. I thought it was really well made, and the writing was superb. Like, oh yeah. Uh, and then on top of the writing, the acting was incredible. It was just like a fantastic film overall. Um, like just having those four people come together in one room is is insane and i'm like it's crazy that that actually happened right that i'm pretty yeah. sure that actually happened okay good when i, I, I saw the premise i thought it didn't actually happen but i looked yeah, it i didn't up know later. if this was just like a like a theoretical thing or just like a what do you call it like a history change type thing but yeah pretty sure it actually happened and dude the guy who played muhammad ali was spot on i thought that oh, was actually dude. muhammad ali and yeah. the guy who played uh uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who's like Martin Luther King, but he's he's like on Malcolm the X. Movie. Yeah, Malcolm X. Can't believe I forgot his name. Sorry, but uh, that dude was spot on. Like, holy shit! I did, I haven't really seen much of like Malcolm X's uh speeches like online and stuff. I should actually take a look at that to to kind of compare them. But this dude was so passionate with every single line he spoke that came out of his mouth. It was like. It's like he was reading from a Bible or something. It was just, it was so crazy his acting and like that scene where a Maltov flies into his home and then he like rushes his family out and he's holding an AK forty seven. Like, yeah, I was, my mouth was just dropping in awe at just like how believable that scene was. Um, and I just love how like the entire film took place in just like not the entire film but most of the film took place in just one room like the story was so good they didn't even need multiple locations for it it was just like one room people just bantering back and forth i love those kind of kinds of films like you see it in carnage um yeah and that that was a great film but like you can't really compare them this is this is way better than carnage i think but um it was oscar worthy that's all i gotta say for sure ozzy uh no i, I mean i agree I don't know. I like. I, I don't have much to say on it. I thought it was really good. I thought all the actors did a really great job. Yeah, Muhammad Ali, dude. That whoever that actor is looks like like really looks the part, and like I, I felt and he spoke really the part too. Yeah, he spoke it really well. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. Um, like I don't know. Like I don't. I don't want to say anything bad because I thought it was like pretty good movie. Like I don't think it's like my kind of movie okay personally yeah. yeah that's fair it's like it's um, very uh it's like a historic piece kind of yeah uh not th th that's not say like i'm not trying to say that it's like a bad movie in any way or whatever it's just yeah it like it's not a movie that i would see if you guys hadn't had like <laughs> mm -hmm. recommended it and even like having watched it like i think I, I would only recommend it to like a certain group of people that are into like this historical part of history if that makes right. sense um yep. 
but I don't know like what else to say. Like I, I, I thought it was yeah, I thought the the writing was really good and I thought the the actors did a really great job. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's kind of the why I like a recommendation system. It's just we could like see, you know, a good amount of stuff that we necessarily wouldn't go out to see ourselves. Exactly. But we're like still forced to see it. But this movie, I liked it a lot. And like with these kind of weird bottle episode, bottle film movies, like they kind of feel sometimes they feel like they have to take place in one room, like with Carnage. Mm. I'm very glad they like didn't make this like beginning to end in that motel room. Yeah, it kind of needed a little bit more. Like I, I really liked the Muhammad Ali fighting scene. Yeah. In the yeah, room. I, yeah, I thought that oh. was great. Dude, like when he's like dancing like it looks like he's dancing when he's bobbing and weaving and stuff like yeah oh my god they nailed that scene dude that was his style he would like dance around and like taunt yeah. talk shit to his opponent like while he was beating him up it was yeah. very true to like how, how his style was and i think regina king is gonna be a huge up-and-coming director like next big thing dude no, 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 I'm not gonna give her that curse, man. I'm. I'm well, gonna no, be very if careful. It, if I say it, it's not a curse. If it's Ozzie true. It's true. It, it's a curse. Uh, but I'm not gonna agree with you. All right. Okay. <laughs> In fact, her career is going downhill. <laughs> She's done. Right. She's someone, someone has to have given her good luck, right? Yeah. It's over for her. But we might have canceled out the good and the bad luck. Might have mixed. I don't know. But right. we'll find out. We'll find out. Right. Um, but she was really like that. I don't know. If directing action is really hard. Especially if you don't have that much experience with it, but she really like, especially like boxing scenes, it could look terrible, you know, like, but with her direction, those first intro scenes were like, you're just getting to know the characters with Sam Cooke, Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. um, Malcolm X and Jim Brown, like all mm-hmm. those were directed so well. And I also love the characters, man. Like every character is different, especially because they're all in entertainment, but like in different sides of entertainment. And that kind of like forms their worldview, you know? So Hmm. Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, right? They are in sport. They're in competition, right? So it doesn't matter what they believe as long as they are the best at what they do, right? So as long as Muhammad Ali knocks people out, wins his fights, as long as Jim Brown rushes for a bunch of yards and gets like insanely good stats, they can speak their mind in this time period where it's very difficult to. But someone like Sam Cooke, who's like a singer and relies on people liking him and like going to his performances, yeah, he's kind of got to be more pol- like politically correct at that it's gotta time. be more like malcolm x basically where it's like malcolm x can he he's uh you know preaching his philosophy everything he believes in uh sam no, is kind of like just a guy that can really take his message and then make it mainstream but he's he's really just kind of holding on to his fame as like a pop star you know but then he has a really good uh counter argument to malcolm x where it's like you're not you're not Malcolm X was claiming like you're not being uh what you need to be for our our people but his counter argument was like this is the way to get uh the other side to see our vision we have to kind of like appeal to them in order to get them to understand us 
where Malcolm yeah. X was just like, no, you need to completely be in opposition to them. Um, so I thought that was a really cool counter argument. Like their their arguments back and forward, I was just like, uh, like I was on the edge of my seat. Like who's who's right. gonna who's gonna win this argument? And Malcolm X, dude, he was like crying over his friend, like not because he cared for him so much. And yeah. uh, it was really interesting because like at the beginning of the argument, I thought Malcolm X was looking down on him and being like, oh, this guy is just stupid for not believing what i believe but then he was actually like crying when the guy left and he's like i just really want this guy to be successful and for him to um be like the best he can be and that got me emotional because i'm like damn like this the dynamic between all the characters is just great yeah i love that part and they were like friends but malcolm x had an agenda he wanted to push right yeah he had like a purpose that was very important to him and also very important to the, at that time. So he was like, here's what I want from you. I want you to sacrifice your career or risk your career even mm-hmm. to push this movement forward. And then Sam Cooke at first is like, fuck no, dude. Like, look at all this money I'm making. Everyone <laughs> loves me. And I'm making songs that white people like, black people like. It's good right now. I'm, ha- I'm having a good time. But yeah. As the film progressed, like the last scene where he finally makes a song that is like speaks true to who he is and isn't like trying to appeal to both audiences. Just I like that it ended on that note. And also why this movie's so good is because like it argues both sides so well. Like if it was just like, oh dude, you have to like become an activist, and then he was just like, okay. And that was like the end of the movie. Yeah. It would suck. But yeah. because Sam Cooke had such a good argument, because none of them are really wrong, like both yeah. of how yeah. they approach activism and like the civil rights movement. One is more in your face, one is more indirect. Yep. Like both are good. Like he's he's still signing black artists and stuff, but not necessarily like on the front lines doing all this crazy shit Malcolm X is doing. Yeah. And they argued both of those sides so well because you know that as people like Sam Cooke has to argue that side. And Malcolm X also has to argue his side because he's like, let go of everything. He's like, let go of all the commercial support. And he's just like on his own now. Yeah. I like the part where he's like, you don't have a job. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Saying, yeah. saying Malcolm X doesn't have a job, which is kind of <laughs> true. Like how, how did Malcolm X make money? Like, I have no These, idea. Like the other three had were part of a were a clear part of the entertainment business, right? But well, like showing up, showing up to speeches and stuff. Like he could probably gets paid a true. ton for going to speech, like like an insane amount to show up at a speech and rally people together. Like he probably gets paid a lot for that. That's probably like his main job essentially was just writing writing his uh speech. I don't know if he wrote speeches or you just came in like really passionate and just started talking because like he seems like a very charismatic dude but yeah um, i don't know <laughs> I, I i'm really curious about learning the history behind all this and i think the film wasn't bogged down in history like it didn't have to show you every single event that led to this moment it was kind of just like an isolated uh event where you like take a bunch of uh very big people and put them all in one room it's kind of like 
splitting the atom and seeing what's hap going to happen is just crazy to see that se a whole sequence play out with their dialogue between each other. But I'm definitely really curious to watch like there's another film about Malcolm X with Denzel Washington that I'm actually yeah. now curious to watch. It's directed Spike by Spike Lee. Yeah, that's I'm actually wanting to watch that now. And, um, you know, it's kind of like sad that I'm not more curious about history, but like movies like this get me really curious about it. Yeah, I I'm like a huge fan of that 60s era, like watch Mad Men a lot. And. um, I just think it's a cool period to explore like a lot of shit was happening uh and i don't know like i was fanboying out for this i didn't know this was a real <laughs> event that happened this was kind of like watching the avengers man watching like, yeah dude i huge... actually felt the same yeah <laughs> yeah i was like i can't believe they're all in this room just like hanging yeah. out that's fucking sick <laughs> like like their characters dude they're huge icons man all these guys and they're dude, just muhammad ali has been like one of my like uh motivational like people that i i research on youtube to get motivation from dude dude he is a great speaker and like all-time best trash talkers man <laughs> and like why i love this movie is just like sometimes dude it's so easy to just like do not necessarily do the wrong thing but like not do the right thing right where you like can take more money you can like be everybody's blood be everybody's friend and not like stand for anything but at the end of the film like they all decided collectively okay we're gonna stand for this thing even though sam cook was like a little bit hesitant to he eventually mm -hmm. came around and that how that decision is like so hard to make especially when things are good and like when you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you and dude this might be something we all have to ask ourselves one day, like, especially if we want to work in entertainment, it's like someday you'll be asked to do something, maybe work on something that you know, don't necessarily support, but will I've been there. I've actually been there already. And what did you do, man? What did you do? That... Uh, I kind of ghosted them. Let's go. <laughs> it's that's not good. It's go. not good. What I did. It's not, it's not a good way to respond, but that's always like a problem with like being in an industry. That's so popularity based. Yeah, that anything like especially now too with all this cancel culture bullshit. But uh, like anything right. you anything you do, like if you step like the wrong way, it could really hurt your like not not just your career but your entire life because of, because your popularity is is kind of attached to your life. Yep, in a way. Yeah, especially like, if you're a entertainer. Like if yeah. you're an entertainer, your popularity is your bottom line. It's like how you put food on the table. Mm -hmm. Like for Muhammad Ali and Jim Brown, they they're popular because they're really good athletes, right? So mm -hmm. as long as they're really good athletes, they'll be popular. But with Sam Cooke, like you have to be more amicable and likable, and probably with any other thing you do, mm -hmm. where yeah, it's like not really yeah yeah go on go on sorry no no like kind of going off of that like uh singing and acting like a lot of people are, are like really talented but like uh, the people that get like really popular and really famous are are the people that that like because you you follow them outside of that of those two fields mm -hmm. like and and kind of know them more outside of that like the um 
I don't I don't know how to say this, but uh it, it's it's not like their singing is not like their popularity is not just tied to their singing, but to like their yeah, person. It's from their public like and, and yeah, and like public, yeah, uh, like like you're saying if they fuck like him, Sam Cook, if he like him going like against his career, his like livelihood. Like like when when uh, an artist does that, like and they like completely lose everything, it kind of shows like it, it, I, I think it's kind of powerful mm-hmm. for sure like i don't know each time it's kind of like when it's gonna be a weird analogy i heard but you ever go to a restaurant and then you like ask the waiter to recommend something or like hey you go like hey is the steak good <laughs> and then they'll go like nah this steak sucks <laughs> and then you're like what the fuck dude i'll trust you, you with that I'll trust you with my oh, firstborn yeah. child, dude. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if a waiter, like the waiter's supposed to sell you the food, right? Like the waiter's supposed to be like, "Oh, you, dude, the steak's delicious. Like you should get all these add-ons," and then like he'll get a higher tip, right? Mm-hmm. But if the waiter, like, if he cuts off his bottom line to actually tell you the truth, you like trust him way more. Yeah, and it's the same with anything else. If you like say something that will hurt you then like the people will see that and the people will trust you even more because you actually stood up for something that you know you risked a lot and but you're still standing up for it you know this, I can agree um, that 100%. Yeah. Like, when i was working a customer service job i would like gain rapport with customers from like saying like hey if you go this route you can get a better deal like and i was trying to help them out i wasn't getting paid commission or anything <laughs> so it's like yeah it's definitely, and they would like me a lot more for that. So. Exactly, because you're not like acting in your own self interest when you do yeah. that. You're just want you legit just want to help someone. You know, uh, you you know the 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 you do you guys know who Ray Fisher is? Yeah. No, no. He's Ray he, he played Cyborg in the Justice League movie. Uh huh. Well, oh, he, I don't know who that is. Okay, well, he played Cyborg in the Justice League movie, but he okay. came out a while ago and said, like, all this, like, stuff that went on behind the scenes that was very, like, troubling. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, but he, like, he taught, like, he, he said, like, this was, like, really bad. And, like, I disagree with all this stuff that happened, like, at Warner Brothers behind the scene. And he, like... Now he's not getting work, right? Heard yeah, this, yeah. Because because of what he said, but like I, I feel like everyone's kind of like everyone else is kind of like for him, but he's just like and he he like exposed something in like the the studio, yeah. Um, and so like yeah, he he like he basically messed up his career to like say that, but now everyone like kind of sees him in a different light i guess dude he's like snowden man that sucks i I, want to i want to see exactly what what he said yeah he said that he will no longer participate in any productions associated with dc films president walter hamada wait no sorry sorry, the president seems no but there was a specific thing that happened like while he was shooting justice league that he exposed Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he says Walter Hamada is the most dangerous kind of enabler. His lies and 
uh prs failed september 4th hit piece sought to undermine the very real issues of the justice league investigation i will not participate in any production associated with him damn and the investigation was like about something i don't remember oh was it like a was it like a sexual uh i don't i don't remember that's the thing like i don't want to say anything like that because it might be wrong yeah you don't want to yeah we don't want to um but in, in in his in his case, he was he said something against the studio because the studio was in like the thing that he was like going against. And then in Sam Cooke's case, he's he's kind of doing this thing to the pu- like in the public because the like the public like the government or something like that's what he's against. If that okay. makes sense. I think I rambled. Yeah, people trying to cover up his like cover up something. It sounds like. Yeah, dude. The but, thing uh, is, man. I don't know. I think I think I think it's really it, it's really relevant to to some stuff is. that happens today. I feel like the worst job you can have, where you want to stand up for your principles, is to be an actor. Like, Ooh, yeah, are <laughs> yeah. always I, constantly telling you what to do. No one, like an actor, relies on being picked by other people, right? Mm, so yeah. the actor has to be like almost the most soulless. just like going with whatever just like i'm amicable just most pc person ever just so they could get opportunities right like Mm -hmm. it depends on what actor you want to be do you want to be an actor that makes a shit ton of money then you have to give up your principles but if you want to be an actor that's like underground but still like relevant in uh independent movies like robert pattinson was for a time then i yeah then i think they can still I don't I don't think I've heard of an actor that has said anything like there's a good reason for it of course like yeah. they've never s- said really anything controversial <laughs> in the fact that they would like you would never hear of them you know true um, I think it's it's a double edged sword in 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 this in, in these industries because go like not saying something kind of alienates the the, the people that that like look up to you and want you to say something and then saying something alienates the people that like your stuff, but don't necessarily agree with what you're saying. So you kind of have to pick what you do. And I I think that can be kind of tough. I don't know. Tough. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I like the artists that remains neutral on politics remains neutral. Yeah. That's why I think out and like they just dedicate themselves to the craft. That's that's what I admire. Yeah, that's that's totally fine. But uh, people like there's some people that see it as well. You have so much influence. Why aren't you doing any good? Oh, that's true. That's true. Like, yeah, dude, that's the thing. Like, I don't want people to like. I don't want people like use their platform if they don't want to. You know, it's like your fucking life, right? Like, do what you want with it. So if you do want to just focus on the craft, then that should be. That you should be able to do that, dude. It's a hard, it's a hard topic, you know. You like, can't win. Imagine it's like something there's no winning in these. There is no winning. That's why I think that's why people mostly just choose to be neutral because, mm-hmm. at least, you won't be winning with the people who want you to speak out, but your bank account will be winning. You know, like mm-hmm. in that scenario, like you won't piss any. You will. You'll piss people off who want you to say something, but you'll be rich but on the other side you'll still piss people off 
and you'll be broke. <laughs> so it's kind yeah. of like, hey, man, I, I don't honestly, I don't hate on people who stay neutral because that's like the most. Uh, that's why we, we instead of like being like, hey, fuck this guy for not saying anything. We should be like, hey, this guy did a good job standing up for what he believed in, you know, yeah. because it's a fuck. It's really hard decision to do you know the safest thing to do as a big time actor is to do what leonardo dicaprio is doing which is like raising a bunch of money for climate change relief like yeah that's kind of the safest move because you're not you're not saying anything political uh climate change yeah i mean i guess i guess climate change is like political like some people don't believe in it i have no idea why. no no no, i agree with you climate change is like the biggest issue that like most people can get around like there's conservatives who yeah, and just like helping out impoverished people, like that's another really yeah. safe move to do. Here's, like, if you're a big actor, you you should be doing humanitarian stuff, not worrying about politics. <laughs> well, okay. Well, he, here's here's something. Um, advocates for global warming and stuff, saying we should change, but then he uses private planes to fly everywhere all the time. Ooh, exactly. So, like, so calling him. What, out, what does that say about him? It's like, all about image. Yeah, Dude. like like. Now, now we're now like that's he true. Has to, he has to basically change his whole lifestyle, and I don't think he's gonna do that. That's yeah. like promoting animal animal safety, and then wearing like a leopard on on the <laughs> leather back. vest or something. Yeah, <laughs> leather vest. Just coming out with fur, like to the Oscars, just in a yeah. fucking bear suit, like in. <laughs> Dude, what's a really good movie that portrays that? I feel like there's a lot of movies out there that are like really about uh, like hypocrisy, satirical. Yeah, I, I like uh, Ingrid Goes West. A lot. Yeah, that's talking about like about that movie, dude. That should be a classic, man. And that in my book, that is such a relevant movie because everyone's so fake. (laughs) Yeah, everyone's so fake. Everyone pretends to care about stuff, but all in all, like everyone's just worried about their self-interest. But Mm -hmm. hey, it's okay to be like self-absorbed and like concerned with yourself because if you don't fight for yourself, then who will? True. But I don't like the fact that everyone like just pretends to be super humanitarian and trying to like one up each other on how good of a person they are you know like also another great movie american psycho oh for sure everyone's so superficial on that like yeah to the point where christian bale's character will tell them that he murdered someone and they'll just laugh at all dude my favorite scene is like they're taught they're in like this super fancy dinner and then there's like do you guys even know what's happening in sri lanka like yeah <laughs> they just that. talk about that but like dude christian bale probably doesn't know either that that's yeah. the thing they're just flexing man they're just trying to prove that they're more intelligent or that they're you know more caring yeah. with like the stuff. business cards and everything like that they're like exactly exactly yep. yeah the it's just a good theme to explore but mm. you know what that's gonna be it for us this week um we have a couple things to promote this week. All right. If you guys have any questions, I know we're getting some more listeners. You can email us at moviemisfitspodcast at gmail.com. Just, you know what? If you don't even have a question, just like send us a nice letter or something. Just yeah. anything, man. Yeah. Just give us a, send us some spam. Us, if you like it, <laughs> if you like the show, just tell us to keep it up. We, we, need, yeah. the, we need the fuel, the motivation. Give us the support. Give us that validation we need. That, that <laughs> in many ways, our is egos. better than gold, you know? Exactly. We will not upset you. We will say whatever you want us to say. Exactly. <laughs> we'll, plug, exactly. we'll plug in a line for you. We'll secretly say a line. 
Yeah, we'll we'll advertise. We'll shill whatever you want. No, we're not shill. sellouts. We're not. We're not sellouts. We're good. Um, <laughs> oh, oh shit! Oh. I was I was gonna say uh, we're not we, sellouts. Like... Uh, that being said, go visit our Patreon <laughs> and uh, buy us a cup of coffee. Three bucks. I see the engineer is telling me to wrap up. Uh, so... <laughs> So wait, what movie should we watch for next week? Wait, 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 wait. let me plug the Patreon real quick. Unironically, okay, right. plug yeah. the Patreon. Yeah, we started Patreon. We posted our first thing. It's the Golden Globe stream we did. It's a three-hour commentary of the Golden Globes. A lot of content. You guys should check it out. It's only three bucks. We're gonna post a ton of stuff too in the future. Anyways, John, you were saying? What kind of movie should we pick? Oh, it's Ozzy's turn. It's Ozzy's okay. turn. Is it really? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I picked. Yeah, we had, I, we had it was my pick because I lost the bet, oh, remember? Oh, joy. Yeah. Um, you can pick right. whatever you want, man. Free reign. Let's let's see. I, I, I don't know why I just did not think it was my turn this, this time. Uh, fuck, I could have stolen turn. <laughs> uh, I was gonna, you I was can gonna... pick like a Golden Globe winner. I was gonna pick Palm Springs. Do it. You can pick but, anything, man. Have you guys seen Palm Springs? Yet? No, we have not. Okay, then Palm Springs. Hell yeah! All right, uh, dude. I, I like it. Like I like. I don't care what people say. I like it. So. <laughs> well, you're dude, gonna hear what I. One of the recommendation you force us, Clockwork Clockwork Orange style, to just watch whatever <laughs> you want. So it doesn't matter if we like it or not. We're gonna watch it. But That's dude, your cool. brand is like a uh, Groundhog Day type movies, man. Well, yeah. the, the, I'm I'm going with Palm Springs just because of the last week's one, and oh, I kind of yeah. want you guys to see like the comparisons, like the the like the 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 way they use the same idea but in a different way. Yeah, I think I think that's super helpful to like see and and also fun to like see. Um, we make a good I'll, clip too. Yeah, Wait, I'm, so I'll, go ahead. I'll be honest. Like most of the movies that I will pick will probably be more on the lighthearted, uh, maybe not comedy like all the time, but more like just like romance like, or comedy, a happy movie or something like that. Not yeah. necessarily like this, like a dark, like like a retelling of like. So some dark shit or something like that. I don't See, know. Eric and I, we like that body. Dude, work. that's yeah, that's we fun like that because two thirds of the pics will be dark. So <laughs> I know. Have yeah. Some, some palette cleanser. Like that existential yeah, yeah, bread. Exactly. Dude, after watching Possessor, I was like, we need an Aussie pick, man. We yeah. gotta have <laughs> you know, an Aussie pick next week. Hundred percent. I need that's that good. in my life. <laughs> yeah. I'll uh, I'll I'll make I'll make I'll curate a list to see what what else. I would like, but yeah, yeah, dude, keep okay. keep a list. Oh, I'm a, I'm gonna start keeping a list too. Honestly, shining a light in the dark. You're doing yeah. good. <laughs> true, true. All right, guys, that's it for us this week. Have a good week, guys. Peace. See you guys. See ya.